Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shoot Your Shot podcast. My name is Espandi Arberahini, alongside my co-host, actually my enemy last night, <laughs> Bradshaw Furlong, um, the Lakers. Lost to the Bucks in, in what will be the first of hopefully many entertaining meetings this season. I mean, I know they only play twice, it's but we're hoping. Two, it's at least the first of two. We're hoping a, maybe a preview of the NBA Finals. But in the first matchup, uh, the Bucks bested the Lakers 111-104. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he had 34 points, 11 rebounds, five three-pointers, a career yeah. high. Uh, on the other assists. side... Yeah, seven assists as well in like, thirty-one minutes. Thirty-one minutes. It was very. It seemed like well, he was he was he, he had was some foul, foul trouble, trouble yeah. so that that was a big part of it too. Um, Lakers on the other side, the their stars played well. Anthony Davis, thirty-six points, ten rebounds, five assists. LeBron had a triple double. So well, people were killing LeBron. Though. Yeah, I know. I know played well. I mean, a lot it, of Lakers I, fans said he was not playing well yesterday. Why would you say that? I, I just saw a lot of Lakers fans saying that he wasn't playing well. What were they saying? They like uh, he had those couple turnovers late in, uh, late in the game. Yeah, he was not really. He didn't really take over as much. You usually see LeBron. Uh, I, just kind of those two things, I think. I mean, when you're, whenever you're facing the best defense in the NBA, the, yeah, when you go up against West Matthews, it's going to be a tough night. <laughs> he played pretty well. He did play okay. I, I actually thought uh, offensively he was a he was like very dangerous. In in general, man, I think the biggest thing the the biggest difference between the bucks and the lakers is that the bucks actually have shooters that they could surround mm-hmm. Giannis with the lakers have guys who are pretending to be shooters yeah. around Except LeBron for Danny and Green. yeah Danny Green had a great night he had 21 points seven uh, i think what was it six or seven threes seven threes wow um so he did have a good night and but that was really the only bright spot mm-hmm. outside of LeBron and AD and uh AD struggled in the first half uh so did LeBron a little bit but yeah. they both turned well, they were it up. down 19 at half I think, you know, they, they, they tried their best to cut into the lead and, and get it within, you know, 10 or 11 or, you know, they got it down to seven at one point. But when you get into a, when you get back like that and you get behind by 20 points, it's just tough. You're digging yourself a grave. It, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Um, on the other side, just be honest, man. Giannis <laughs> and 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 he's LeBron. gonna be the runaway for MVP right now. Yeah, I think he is, especially with Luca hurt. Like he's yeah. not making himself a really good case. Um, it's unfortunate because maybe it would have been a closer race because injuries do matter, and we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later with the Toronto Raptors. But <laughs> and I know what, people, what was your what was your assessment of the game yesterday? Uh, I I was just impressed with how the Bucks handled LeBron for yeah. most of the game. He never really got to be LeBron. For most of the game, I think a lot of that came. From, it started with uh, West West Matthews, who I, I was I wasn't surprised they put him on him, but I was like, well, maybe they'll switch some guys on him throughout the night, and they didn't at all. I'm not gonna lie, I was I was fairly surprised. West Matthews, you know, maybe Portland Trailblazers West West Matthews, <laughs> I could believe, but Milwaukee Bucks after tearing your Achilles, West Matthews, I was pretty surprised at how he played defense. I, I, I he pretty he played pretty well in Kawhi when they played the Clippers, so I was I was kind of expecting them. To at least show him to LeBron a few times, maybe they threw Chris Middleton on him a couple times as well. But for the most part, it was Wes Matthews, and there were a couple times where he just he stole the ball right out, like right from LeBron, and it was like 
he just was like, all right, the ball is mine now. He did it to it like once in the fir- first quarter. Oh, no, that was Sterling Brown, actually. Good old Shillings Brown. When he took the ball off him, and he just and he, but he blew the layup at the other end. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sterling Brown's a scrub. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's a decent young guy, but like... I, I guess so. Maybe he'd be good on a... He's, he's good with some energy. Garbage Atlanta Hawks <laughs> team. <laughs> they are I'm, garbage. I'm just tra- talking trash. They um, are garbage. You I know, know you wanted to get into a, a surprising buck and... Why not? Yeah, I was going to leave that to him, but let's do it now. Okay. I, my, my surprising buck would probably be... Hold on, I have him right here. Um, it's not really surprising. Can I, yeah, well, can I guess? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, is it George Hill? No. No? No. Is it Wes Matthews? Uh, yeah, it was. Oh, Wes okay. <laughs> it, it, like, we just talked about him. Yeah. So I was going to leave it to the end, but I oh, guess, okay. spoiler alert. Yeah, it's Wes Matthews. I, um... I knew he had a three-point touch, and I knew, you know, when he first got signed that obviously him and Giannis, like, it's not like Wes Matthews is the greatest addition to a team, but at the same time, he's been very important for this team because he can still play some defense, Mm -hmm. and his shot is just as good as pretty much anybody else on that team. Exactly. yeah, he, he was the most surprising, mostly for the defensive part, guarding LeBron, you know, not necessarily containing him. When a guy gets a triple-double, you don't contain him, but as much as he could have, yeah. he tried to slow down LeBron. Slow him down, exactly. Yeah. Who's your most surprising Laker? Uh, I feel like this one probably could be should be kind of obvious. KCP. Yeah, he played Lakers good. Lakers yeah. fans rip on KCP all the time. He's he's had a very good turnaround though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because the start of the season was absolutely garbage. And if you know, I'm sure you do know Lakers fans, just they... Quickly assess the situation, and that's the result. Like oh, you know, you, you see, oh, KCP's playing that trash. K- send KCP off, right? Off with his head, and that's just the natural reaction yeah. of a Lakers fan. Like I'm sure, you know, after <laughs> after last night, they're probably saying, you know, like no Avery Bradley, oh, no, yeah. no Jared Dudley. Which, by the way, Lakers fans, you guys are 100 percent right in saying those two do not deserve to be a part of this rotation right now. Yeah. But um, I, I think. Yeah, go ahead. No. I saw them really killing Rondo too. Well, the thing with Rondo was he just he seemed so hesitant. Yeah. Like when you have an open shot, regardless of how good of a shooter you personally think you are, you have to take it, right? And um, I I just think like he he caused more trouble than he did benefit anybody by just. Uh, shot clock violations and, and random turnovers that really didn't make sense. Mm. Um. The the other thing I wanted to say about this was just Giannis with his three point shot. Like let's let's talk about the fact that he's developed to the point where like this is this is a realistic thing that he can not necessarily hit five threes no. a game, but he can hit a couple threes a game. Yeah. He can feel his hit himself from behind mm-hmm. the arc, and he can get some momentum. Uh, we were talking about it off off air, but it does seem like he needs to get to a certain spot. You know, he has to do yeah. a certain move. And me, personally, when I play basketball, I have to do that if I want to get a three-point <laughs> shot. Like, I have to do, like, a power dribble beforehand <laughs> or else I won't get enough, like, uh, like jump or, like, you know, energy in my legs to, right. to get the shot off. Maybe Giannis is, is the same. Me and Giannis are the same person. And he oh, yeah, to- <laughs> of course. When I, think of, uh, when I think of Giannis and Adekumbo, I think of Esfandiar Berahini. <laughs> yeah, long names, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he he really is developing that shot, and man, when he gets it to a point where like you can't you can't not contest him, 
just throw away the NBA. Oh yeah, just throw it away. Just give it to Giannis. Let him let him play and just yeah. I enjoy. Forget, I forget who said it last night, but someone said uh, teams are like it was the full tweet was something like uh, teams are still letting Giannis shoot threes, but before it was because they didn't respect it. Now it's because they have no choice. Right. Yeah. It's like if you don't let him shoot the three, if you only if you let him if you let him if you don't like let him shoot threes, he's blowing right past. Yeah, you. and it's still. Like, it's still, like, out of his arsenal of his game, it's yeah. still the least likely to go in. So, yeah. you're out of everything he can do, you're probably okay with letting him shoot a three. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, a lot of people were talking about, you know, the, the passing of the torch. Mm-hmm. The, the the moving from, you know, LeBron being the best player in the league to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now, I'm sure Kawhi Leonard has a lot to say about That's that as true. well, but... The, the the whole consensus of last night was that this could be, you know, a moving of the tides, a shifting of the tides, if you will, of the NBA. Mm. Um, did you did you feel that, or was uh, it just maybe a reach? We're in December, relax, everybody. Well, I mean, uh, it's still it's still always hard to argue that LeBron isn't the best player in the NBA until he kind of proves other until someone else really proves otherwise. And Giannis is kind of getting there, but not really. He's, I mean, to me, he's. Uh, you could argue he's the best defensive player in the NBA. I don't think that's too much of a stretch to say. Mm-hmm. And the way he's playing offensively, like how he's just carrying, not car- not really, I mean, he is carrying the team, but they're good without him as well. They're just not as, they're not a championship level team without Giannis, obviously. I, it's, it's hard to argue that he's, it, it's between, to be, it, it's, I can't pick between these three guys. It's well, so between tough. Giannis, Kawhi, and LeBron. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like realistically, when you get to that point of the league, that top tier, it's like splitting yeah. hairs. Like you know, one person has this advantage over yeah. one. Giannis doesn't have a shot necessarily yet. Kawhi is injury prone. Like you know, there's so there's so many factors that yeah. you have to pl- put into like the the formula, I guess, yeah. to see who's the best player in the NBA. But you really never can tell. Yeah. Um, I'm always I, hesitant too to say Giannis is the best player because I feel like everyone's like, oh he's biased he's a Bucks fan but like I'm not the only one that's saying it now like I'm Giannis not, I w- is the MVP I wouldn't well no not even MVP like I mean like best player in the NBA yeah like I'm not I, I wouldn't be the only one that's saying that no you wouldn't be I, I but think I, I, the I, consensus yesterday was yeah that he's he's close yeah at the very least at at the very least he's third to LeBron and Kawhi yes and that's not bad to be. No, but I, I I think you can make a very strong case that he's number one. Um, we're we're talking about Kawhi. I mean, do you have anything else you want to say about the the just, Lakers? Just Lakers Bucks. I never thought Giannis was going to be this good. Yeah, I I I'm just I'm scared of the Bucks, man. I'm scared of the Bucks because they're such a well-oiled machine. Yeah. They're they are the best team in the NBA right now. Yeah, I would say they are so. One hundred percent the best so. team in the NBA. Uh, and they proved it last night. They proved it last night, beating the uh, the other team that was tied with them for the record. On the other side, we were talking about Kawhi just now. Kawhi and Paul George lost to the Houston Rockets. Russell mm. Westbrook with 40 points and Turning 10 rebounds. Turning back the clocks. To last year. <laughs> saw saw a uh, tweet from my from a buddy, Justin Jett. He, uh, he said that Westbrook in his last six games is shooting over 50% from the field. Hey. And I think 90, he said, Dang. or 85 or 90 from the free throw line, which Still is pretty good. Which is really winding back the clocks because yeah. it's been like four years since That's Westbrook true. was a good free throw shooter. Yeah. Um, the Rockets, so the the Rockets were actually down, I think, 13 or 14 points in the uh, at the end of the first half. They s- scored 36 points in the third quarter to the Clippers' 18 points. Whew. 
Um, they they had a pretty pretty big comeback. If you were awake for that, I wish I was. I was falling asleep to Star Wars: <laughs> Last Jedi, but <laughs> but at the same time, man, Paul George and Kawhi had uh, had pretty good games. Twenty five points mm-hmm. for Kawhi, nine rebounds, four assists, uh, thirty four points and nine rebounds for Paul George. Montrezl Harrell had a pretty good game. Lou Williams had a bit of a dud. You can see that now, but didn't get a lot of minutes either. He got ejected. Um, did he get ejected? He got ejected. See, that's for me falling asleep. I and no Patrick idea. Beverly got ejected. Interesting. Okay, that makes sense because they both have around the same amount of minutes. Um, what is what is important about this game is the fact that uh, you know it's been two matchups or three matchups between the Rockets and the Clippers so far, um, and the Rockets are now two and one in that series. Going to be important, I guess, going into yeah. the playoffs because of you know matchups and everything like that. How do you think these two teams match out with each other? Because I do think it's like an interesting playoff matchup going oh, forward. Oh, it's definitely an interesting playoff matchup. And I think it's it's a, it was good to see that the, when the Rockets really like ratchet it up and I, it, when they really want to, they can play good defense. Yeah, they really can. It's just sometimes against some bad teams, they take like a half off, or they'll I don't know. They just they'll they'll go too easy sometimes, and I think. I was. I'm, you get worried that might trickle into their games where they play against the Lakers or the Clippers or even the Bucks. But they're, they're like this is a legitimately good team when they want to be, and come playoff time, time I'm sure we'll start to see that. Whether they're going to be a finals team yeah. is a different story. I don't know if they. I don't. I don't know. I don't trust them to win a seven game series against the Clippers. But they'll get. They'll give them a run. I think my issue with with determining who comes out of the West is because. There's genuinely four teams that could, mm-hmm. maybe even five. But I mean, like there's there's the Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, and then if you want to put the Nuggets, the in the Nuggets there. are playing well. Yeah, yeah, they're turning it up. Jokic is playing a lot yeah. better now too. So that one footed, that one footed three he had. Oh my yeah. days! Uh, oh, he's he's been unreal. Like ever since people started calling him a big boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, since the start of his career. I mean, it's it's tough to pick between those four four mm. West teams. Denver is probably the the least likely to make an NBA Finals just because of how young they are. Yeah. And nobody really knows. Um, and then between the Lakers and Clippers, you know, it's kind of a toss up. Rockets because of James Harden and Russell Westbrook, they will always be a contender. I think um, you know the the questions about Westbrook and Harden going into the uh, the season. I don't know if they've dissipated because there's still a lot to cover when mm-hmm. it comes to how Mike D'Antoni uses both of them. But the the one thing that I think is clear is that these guys want to play with each other, and whenever that happens, it's it's gonna yeah. work, right? Um, Westbrook, it, he they're similar players in the sense that they're very ball dominant, mm-hmm. but they're very different in the sense of how they use their yeah. dominance of the ball. Like the, you know, Westbrook. Should be attacking the rim more. It should be yeah. shooting less. And, and Harden, on the other hand, is you know very finesse. He can find his ways into different pockets of the game, and he's good in that way. I think they both provide something that the Rockets uh, Rockets desperately need, and that's mm. I guess a scoring option other than you know the other guys. But other than Daniel House, and yeah, Dan Ben McElmore, Clint Capella, like hey. PJ Tucker. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the West fizzles out, but. The Lakers and the Clippers, two Los Angeles teams taking L's. Both lost. Another team taking a lot of L's oh yesterday was the Toronto Raptors. Three of them. They didn't even play, by the way. Nope. I'm just letting you guys know. Um, they lost Mark Gasol for supposedly, between, uh, Woj, Woj tweeted out, a period of weeks. No one knows how long that is. A period of weeks. I mean, it, I don't know if that sounds like more than a month or less than a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, a period of weeks. Like, if you say... 
a few weeks, that sounds like, okay, he'll be back in like three weeks. Yeah. If you say several weeks, that sounds like, you know, five or more. <laughs> a period of weeks just sounds scary. Yeah. Um, Norman Powell also had like a subluxation it's of his shoulder, a slight or something. dislocation in his shoulder. Right. Um, that he's he's had issues with his shoulder before. It's never been good, and actually, every time he's come back from that, he seemed to have struggled, yeah. like not being so. For a guy who's had such a good season, and you tweeted about it on mm-hmm. the on the Twitter we had uh, at the shoot shot pod. Hey, shoot <laughs> um, shot pod. You you tweeted about it. He's been having a pretty great season mm-hmm. for the Raptors, oh, yeah. and the fact that like he's been better as a starter, it just hurts that he's going to be set back like this. Yeah. Um. The the thing that out of nowhere, Pascal Siakam, yeah, the guy no one saw that coming. Who is I don't know. I guess a, a dark horse MVP candidate yeah. is out indefinitely mm-hmm. with a strained groin. I went. Uh, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I tweeted this yesterday. I'm not a doctor at all. Like, not even remotely. I don't. I can't make a diagnosis on any of this. I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Where was that from again? I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know, know why I, know I thought talking. of that. But I searched up. Uh, well, Mark's injury is period of weeks. I have no idea. Yeah. Subluxation of his shoulder is about uh, about five to six weeks. Yeah. And then a strained groin, depending on how bad it is, it could be a couple weeks or it could be three to four. Mm. You know, we had we saw LeBron he tore his groin, right? And and he was out for what six, seven weeks. Yeah. So it really just depends on your body and how you react. This is probably Pascal's first major injury. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's tough, man. Tough. Raptors are gonna have to pull out an interesting lineup. You know, putting Rondé Hollis, Jefferson, and Patrick McCaw in the same lineup is just gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Raptors fans, brace yourselves because you guys are facing, uh, you know, we're facing actually a, a pretty pretty tough task because you face Washington tonight, yeah, which I think you'll be able to pull off a W there. It's but then you can keep up with scoring against those guys. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's true, too. Like, especially because, you know, you, you don't have Norm, who was one of your top scorers. and, and You don't and have your top Pascal scorer, Siakam, Pascal Siakam. Right? Um, hopefully you get Fred Van Vliet back either tonight or, you know, for the Christmas games. You face Indiana, Boston twice, and then I believe you face OKC before the schedule gets a little bit easier on you. So if you can get through this two-week stretch and maybe go three and three, or shit, even go above five hundred in this in this six or seven game stretch, that is successful. Especially mm. when you're missing your two top scorers, um, Kyle Lowry's going to have to step up. Serge Ibaka is going to have to step up. They both played well against the Pistons. Uh, and hopefully you get Fred Van Vliet back. Hopefully you get Matt Thomas, Thomas. back. Why not? Throw him, give him 30 minutes a game. I don't care, man. <laughs> Anybody but Patrick McCaw, in my opinion. <laughs> Just because defensively, McCaw can do a lot for you. Offensively, it's he like a he's black a black hole. hole. Yeah, exactly. Literally a vacuum. <laughs> um, yeah, tough times ahead for Raptors fans, but... Hey, you still got a championship to enjoy. That's exactly. I'm, I'm just gonna keep going back to that. Exactly. And Who I cares? think every Raptors fan Who should cares? go back to that. Who cares? You are NBA champions for the year. Next year, you can start worrying about contending. Exactly. Again. Um, I guess that's just that's it. That's my that's my spiel about the Raptors. <laughs> that's that's how <laughs> be, I feel. They'll be fine. They'll be okay. It's just worrisome, man, because it seems like there's a hex on the Raptors uh-huh. right now. There's so many injuries. They haven't been healthy for like two years. <laughs> Like Kawhi last year oh, with, with road was, management. Yeah, Kawhi was just to keep him healthy for the playoffs. Uh, Lowry was hurt for some time. Yeah. Remember, like, Lowry and, and Kawhi never had any time playing with each other until, like, April. 
right? Um, Maybe which it's is time just... to uh, start looking at firing Alex McKechnie, huh? Nah, nah, nah. Hey, <laughs> hey, he's the, he's the only... Hey, relax there, relax. <laughs> McKechnie's a, a Toronto god, okay? He's, he's allowed in every uh, medicine... I don't know. Yeah, it shouldn't have been Kalein and Dine. It should have been like McKeck Nine and Dine. <laughs> That's awful. Um, also, oh, just, wow, just gonna let me hang with that one. Right? Just, wow, I'm not even acknowledging that Oof. one. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll do something quick for the Christmas games as well. Just, just real quick. Okay. Uh, Raptors Celtics. We just talked about it a little bit. They're gonna be injured. So, are you gonna go Celtics or Raptors? I'll probably go Celtics. Celtics. Yeah, it's gonna be a Celtics win. I might have gone Celtics even with the in- without the injuries. It's just tough, man. Because yeah, and I agree. It's tough because the Celtics are a bit of a mismatch for the Raptors, yeah. um, and and they play well against them in general too. So, Bucks Sixers, that's going to be a very very entertaining game. To me, Giannis that's the best Philly. game on Christmas. That's the most interesting game. Whoa, on Christmas. Clippers Lakers. I say most interesting game on Christmas because we haven't seen them play yet. We've seen the Clippers and Lakers play already. Yeah, that's true. But it was but the we first, haven't. Yeah, right. First game of the season. Um, Bucks Sixers. I think I'm going to go with the Bucks. They're going to deny like annihilate. Wow. Like destroy Philly in <laughs> Philly too, and it, it like it's gonna be one of those games where you're like, ah, oh, I actually have to go spend time with my family on Christmas. Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, Rockets Warriors, my God, why didn't they just take out the Warriors from Christmas Day? Like, yeah, yeah. Please, are they home? Are they, are they home? Yeah, they're yeah, home. They're That's brutal. Oh, okay. Boy. Well, yeah, we we already know who. Merry are... Christmas, Warriors fans! You get a blowout. Yeah, two thirty to eight o'clock. Basketball fans is when you can go and take your break on Christmas Day and then come back for uh, Lakers Clippers at eight o'clock, which is going to be, in my opinion, the game of the day. That's fair. Um, and then the original. Forget the last game, which is just it's, irrelevant. It's yeah. I, well, I I guess they they did this with thinking with Zion, Zion would and you play. thought the Pelicans would be way more competitive. Yeah. Um, There's so many teams looking back on it now that you'd rather have. Oh man! Even put the Suns in there, like whatever. No, the sure. Suns are awful. I know, no, but I'll take them you over the, the Pelicans. You put the heat. You put the heat on Christmas Day. Yeah, heat. Heat not being in Christmas is disrespectful. Also, just the heat being this good is is another conversation. <laughs> it is another conversation for another day. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Always follow us at Instagram at the Shoot Your Shot Pod and on Twitter at the Shoot Shot Pod. Let's no, go at Shoot Shot at Pod. Shoot Shot Pod. There you go. Uh, it's active. <laughs> we're we're on uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Pods. All the spiel uh, wherever you guys can get your podcasts. So have a good day. Enjoy the rest of the basketball season. Go Bucks.